Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, today I want to talk about being coachable. I was asked what I would tell people if I only had one thing to say. And so I've been really thinking about that because that's a really uh, hard thing to sum it all up in one question. And so I started really thinking through that. And I feel like if somebody is coachable or teachable, then they can do anything because that means that they are willing to change and grow and take correction, guidance, feedback, and have true accountability, which I have a whole podcast on true accountability. And I've been learning and thinking and growing and it's just so fun. It's so fun to not be stuck. It's so fun to not have all these weird idiosyncrasies you do and just bury them behind defensive um, guards that you put up so that nobody can penetrate these walls. And you know what? Nobody will because you put up these fights that are too hard to get through in order to change. And so I've just chosen to not live my life that way. And some of the weirdest people in your life could be your biggest teachers as well as some of the best people. But I've had some different people I've come across and it's shocking when they go into behaviors that are so immature and it's just so surprising because you think, now wait a second, are we really going to respond that way? Are we really going to walk away from this conversation? Are we really going to start cutting deep into the heart to hurt the other person because we feel bad about ourselves? Like, are we really reverting to that behavior at this age? And it's a shocking thing. And I'm not judging because we've all got our weird stuff we're working through. I just mean I'm learning from it. I grow from it. And it's a surprise. So I monitor the proximity I allow people to be in my heart and in my life. And if I notice that things are not going to be healthy for moving forward, I usually shift. I don't just drop people, but I just mean you got to make sure people are in the right friend circle in your life. And I'll post that video this week because... That one is really important so you could see it. But I have a whole video on a di- with a diagram based on the circles of your friends and where people are supposed to be. So in my opinion, in my humble opinion, but I've learned it from experience. So I'm just giving you what I've got. So this whole concept of what is the one thing that you would say if you could say anything and I think it would be having a teachable heart, being coachable, not putting defenses up. Defensive language is really hard to navigate and everybody's insecure. Everybody has weird fears and concerns and we have these hidden mindsets and um, a mindset is a way that your mind is just completely set in stone deep down underneath your conscious realm where It's decisions that you've made that you probably don't even realize you've made. But somebody that was influential in your life at some point made a comment about something and you took it as fact at eight years old, 10 years old, 15 years old. And you thought, yeah, I agree with that. Or perhaps you misunderstood what they were saying and developed a whole lifestyle approach based on something that someone said and it went deep or something you heard or observed And I am on a quest to always be improving and to find ways that I can respond better, relate better, live a better kind of lifestyle. So I'm working to find these mindsets and uproot them, evaluate them and figure out, do I still agree with these things? Is this something I really want to base my life on? Like there are all kinds of little things that I'm finding that I do 
of course, I'm, I'm not even talking about my faith. Like my faith is rock solid. I am solid in what I believe spiritually, but I just mean in different bizarre little idiosyncratic decisions I've made that are just sort of the underworking of our behaviors. And I've just noticed different things that I'll do. And I just stop and I think, wait, now where is this coming from? And so I'm just on a quest to fully be the best person I can be and do the best I can with what I've got and enjoy and cherish every day that I have. I'm so honored to be here and I want to live a long life full of really rich fruit and people in my life are my jewels. And I want to just spend the best time that I can with the ones that I love and the ones I've been entrusted with and value and honor my days. And so I work hard to name my days with intention. I design my life with a very deep understanding of the end that's in mind. And I work hard to do that. And of course, I felt lost before. I felt unsure of how to do that. I felt overwhelmed. I felt behind all the things, all the things that everybody else feels. We all feel those things. But I stop and I figure out, hold on, where are we going? And how can I continue to take steps towards that, even if I'm crawling? Some days I feel like I'm sprinting. Some days I feel like I'm skydiving. And other days I just feel like I'm crawling. But I'm always going to be going forward. I've just chosen to do that. And I am in a position right now where I am crawling out of a, a deep hole. I have been in a really weird time. I won't even say I've been in a funk because I haven't let myself stay here. But I have been majorly opposed uh, by life and by some just weird physical attacks. And I am like healed and whole and on the way to total wellness. I honestly believe I'm going to come out of this being so healthy. It's going to be extremely annoying for the people around me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, when somebody goes like crazy into something and they're also a teacher, like my heart is a coach and a teacher. So they love to just tell everybody how they feel. I definitely have those tendencies. I'm too tired right now, though, to do that. So that's good. I save my marbles for you. And I'm more careful uh, about just coaching everybody about everything, uh, even though that's one of my gifts, one of my strengths. It can definitely be annoying if you are the person in front of me, if you're not ready for it. So it's pretty funny. I'm, I'm careful about that, though. But I just want to encourage you. I have been blessed to be surrounded by people who will tell me the truth. And I, I use that word carefully blessed because it's also extremely hard. It's extremely annoying. It's very painful. But you know what's worse? Not knowing you're weird. Not knowing you have awkward behavior. Not knowing that you smell bad. Not knowing that your clothes are too, you know, they're not flattering anymore. Not knowing that what you're going for with your makeup is is not working. And I don't mean that in a mean way because everyone has their different opinions and it's not about that. It's about truly loving and caring about people and wanting the best for them. And it's very painful, but it's way less painful than walking around being, it's hard to have people correct you and hold up a mirror and kind of remind you of who you are, where you're at and where you want to be. But it's worse to just be going through life and not really knowing your reflection and not really truly knowing what's happening. And so I recently, as I've been crawling out of this place I've been in, 
I've recently asked people, am I okay? What's going on? And I've definitely gotten some feedback and it's been painful. And then they say, well, do you not want me to tell you? And I'm like, I absolutely want you to tell me. You have to tell me. It just is hard. It's hard to hear. It's hard to take. But I would much rather have the pain of the truth than the comfort of a lie. I, I just, with all my heart, want the honesty. So it just is awesome when you take it. But I will say this, defensive language makes it really hard to tell people the truth. And I brace myself. There's certain people that when I come to tell them something, I know that they're immediately going to defend themselves. They're going to immediately feel the insecurity. And that is the first thing that they're going to hit you with. And I work hard to not be like that, even though sometimes I do. I catch myself and I go, hold on a second. I still need this and I want it. And it's like, well, I don't want to tell you anymore because it's hard to tell you. And I feel like that sometimes, you know, about different people or even about when I get the when I'm on the other end of honesty and accountability and I'm like, dang it, this is horrible. Why did I set this up for myself? But it's just so much better than the opposite when we just cannot be told and no one has true access to us and everybody knows the hidden rules that you don't cross this certain line with this person or you're going to have hell to pay. And I'm just not, I'm not down for that. Like I have enough people that are willing to really go with me and listen and be coachable. And those are the people that I want to spend my time with. And those are the ones that I want to pour my life into. I love the other ones, but it's like, get, it's lending my voice to like a black vacuum. I'm like, is anybody out there? And I'm like screaming and it's like, hello, 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 hello. And nobody's receiving it. And then there are other people that are hungry and they're sitting there thirsting for wisdom and they'll take, they will take the love that is behind a heart that wants to say, you do this really weird thing and it's super annoying. And it's like, ouch, but I'm so grateful, you know, and there's a way to do things in love. And I've talked about this before, but this has really been on my heart for today. The other thing I'd like to say is I've noticed when I give my team or my friends or family or whatever instruction or tell them something and when they get it wrong, instead of me saying, oh, you must have misunderstood me, I've learned to say, I must have not told you right. So instead of saying, this is your fault that you didn't understand what I said, because that's how we normally feel. It's like I was clear as day. I was as clear as I could be. I've learned to say, hold on a second. Maybe I didn't tell you all the details because instantly the other person isn't saying, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Hold on. I didn't do it on purpose. Wait, I, I heard you. I, 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 you know, it puts the other person, it melts the defense and it like lowers the wall and it says, hang on a second. I must have been unclear. And guess what I've learned? I probably was unclear. If they didn't get it, even if I thought I was clear to my mind, it wasn't clear enough for their mind to get. So I don't believe that that's their fault, that they didn't read my mind. I believe, oh, I could have done a better job of articulating this in a way that I gave you enough to work with where you could have a win here. And instead, I came from my abstract point of view and I said it in a way that I thought you'd get it and you didn't. And that's not your fault. And I've learned this. And what happens is it melts everybody's hearts. And they, we all do it with each other now. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I must have not heard you right. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, good. I'm not in trouble. And it's not a fake thing because when you get into the realm of like, I'm sure I was wrong. And in reality, what you mean is I'm sure you're really wrong. But I'm saying I was wrong because I was told to on a podcast. That doesn't work. 
everybody can feel the weird fake sarcasm and undercurrent of you actually thinking you were right. So it doesn't work unless you really mean it. I've really come to the revelation of just because it makes sense to me and just because I think I've filled in all the gaps, it doesn't necessarily mean I did. And I could have done a better job as a communicator. And so this time I'm going to try again a different way. And I actually mean it. I don't mean you idiot. <laughs> I don't mean you must have under, I, I must have said the wrong thing, you idiot. I really mean, I must have said the wrong thing. I'm going to work to give more details next time. And so I think that's created more of a safe feeling in our workspace where everybody isn't trying to find fault in each other. We actually look to find fault in ourselves. I think that if anything, we all need to work on it's being kind to ourselves, loving on ourselves and, and letting ourselves uh, grow and work through things because we're all quick to find the fault in ourselves. But honestly, I'd much rather have it be like that than everybody constantly feeling unsafe because everybody's pointing the finger at each other. Because to me, that is not a healthy environment. I want to do everything I can to make things feel safe and make things feel supportive. And hey, if you even make a mistake, it's no problem. I, like when you make a mistake, I say this a lot. You can't break it. If you do, it's no problem. It doesn't matter because if there's a whole bunch of stress under the surface while we're working, it is so much harder to do a good thing and to do it right. I heard Jerry Seinfeld say something, and I think I've even quoted this recently, but it's in my headspace. He said, when you are writing something that you know is important, it's almost impossible. He said something like that, where basically if you put the pressure on the situation it's so hard to get over the stress and actually deliver and perform. And I feel the same way, even though I operate pretty good under hard circumstances, I, I still can get completely stopped up and paralyzed by the magnitude of understanding whatever my task is. And so I work to break it down to smaller components and refine it. Uh, and that really helps me. But it's kind of like, let's not put so much pressure on each other and ourselves. And let's just take off that whole defensive thing. Because I recently have been, like I said, on the other side of that whole accountability, honesty, truth telling kind of lifestyle. And it's hard. It's hard to hear. But it's just so much better to have somebody say, this thing didn't work like you thought it would. And I want, I love you so much that I want to help you to be your best. And it just is, it is nice. It always can be done well, though. It can be done in love. It can be done privately and not publicly. There's way, you know, it's never done in humiliation. It's, it's never done to put somebody down. In fact, that kind of humor and that kind of talk, I always feel so sorry for, especially kids whose parents do that. And they have like a whole lifestyle, a home life of just like mortifying each other. I just feel like, well, at least they will be well prepared for life in some ways. But man, can't you got to have a safe place to go. And it's just so nice when you have comrades. So I just want to encourage you to work to not have defensive talk. You know, maybe I, I'm sure I said it in a way that's hard to understand instead of saying you misunderstood me. I think that's a really important thing. And then just the whole concept of wanting, loving people enough to want to them to be their best. But sometimes that's a matter of opinion. I have learned, I have things that I think the people around me very strongly, I think that they should do or change, but I've learned that's my opinion. 
There are other things that are fact, like you don't smell great. That is a fact. That is not an opinion. <laughs> I mean, it can get an opinion when they're wearing different kinds of perfume. It's really funny. I'm, I'm just bringing this one up because I think it's something that people deal with a lot and don't talk about. It's like you got to wash your clothes. You got to wash your body and not covering smells up with tons of perfume, but actually truly being clean fundamentally and washing your clothes. It's like seems like a no brainer, but if it was a no brainer, I'd never have to talk about it. So it's just one of those things that you got to do the best that you can to be your best. And it's hard. That's a hard thing to tell somebody you have poor hygiene is like a terrible thing to hear, but it's like you brush your teeth and your tongue. You, you know, you want, you, you just got to make sure you're cleaning yourself because people have to be around you. It's terrible. You have to be around yourself. You know, you want to take care of yourself. So that's just one little tiny thing. But there are so many other things like even communication skills and learning how to work each other through things. And this is what I heard you say. I, I love that practice of somebody tells you something and then you process it. You don't just repeat the words back, but you process the concept and then you repeat the concept back to make sure you get the undertone and overture of the concept. And it helps you just really understand the heart instead of listening to in a defensive manner to protect yourself. But instead, it's the whole thing of seeking to understand, not seeking to be understood. And I love that. I think there's a lot of safety when you partner with people side by side against an issue instead of against somebody. That's not fair fighting. If you want to fight, fight forward where you fight with your relationship intact and you fight for what you truly want, not to win a discussion. Give me a break. Okay, party people. That's all I got on this one, but I'm so excited. I'm releasing a book every month this year and you got to go get that. It's so exciting. I did my first one and I'm about to do my second one for the month of February. Uh, I want to talk to you. I want to reach out to you. I want you to reach out to me. So engage with me on my social media on Instagram, Chelsea Perry official on Facebook, just facebook.com Chelsea Perry. And on Twitter, I've got Chelsea Perry on that one too. And then I also, of course, have my website that I'm always uploading new things on. So I want to interact with you because you are important to me. And this is such an honor to do this together. So thanks, guys, for letting me be in your lives. And I'll be back to talk more soon.